We believe the Shoup cabin was originally built for Charles Cox in 1790. While at first glance this home may look much like the others in the village, a closer look will show a different type of construction. The horizontal logs here are held together by holes cut in the vertical posts. This is a different style than the typical log cabin seen throughout the village, where logs are held together by notches cut in the logs that lie on top of one another. The Monongahela Indians once lived at the site where Old Bedford Village now stands. The Shoup House presents the Lutz Indian Museum, a large collection of artifacts from the Eastern Woodlands Indians that once inhabited this area. The diorama you see upon entering presents the daily life of the woodland Indians who once inhabited this area. You can see the fields where the people farmed, the bark wigwams that served as their homes, and the animals they used for food and clothing. Farming was a very important development. When people learned to farm, they became less dependent on following herds of animals. As a result, villages began to form. Three of the most important crops were beans, corn, and squash, including pumpkins. These crops were known as the Three Sisters because they were planted together. The corn stalk provided support for the bean vines to grow. The broad leaves of the squash shaded the roots of the corn, helping the soil to retain moisture. Take some time to read the card here for additional information about the diorama. It can be fun for children of all ages to guess at what these tools were used for. So feel free to pause this tour, ignore the descriptions for now, and take your best guesses. After you have done this, resume the tour to learn the uses of some selected artifacts. Among the artifacts you will see here are stone celts, gorgets, and banner stones. Celts were a cutting tool used by Native Americans beginning in the Archaic period about 10,000 years ago. While they do not have a groove to allow for attaching to a handle as seen on some axe heads, a notch would have been cut into the wooden handle to hold the celt in place. They would also be used as a handheld tool or used as a wedge for splitting logs. Gorgets were decorative and were worn around the neck. They often featured detailed carvings and were initially made of shell before metal gorgets became common in the mid-18th century. Banner stones are the subject of some debate regarding their use. Many believe they were used as atlatl weights. The atlatl was an ancient weapon designed to throw spears faster and further with greater accuracy. A final artifact to take note of is the wampum belt. Wampum beads were made from shaped and polished purple and white seashells. Many people think wampum was used as currency, and while that was sometimes true, it was more effective as a tool for communication. Because of the physical barriers such as mountains and rivers that separated the tribes, tribes in the same region may speak different languages, making communication difficult. This was even more true when native people began trading with European settlers. The pictures shown on the wampum belts could help open the lines of communication and was a sign of trust between the two groups trading with one another. The belt seen here is a reproduction of a belt presented to William Penn 
to symbolize the strength of the Native Americans living in Pennsylvania and Penn, who governed his colony according to his Quaker beliefs by treating the American Indians with kindness, signing treaties with Indian leaders, and paying them for land. Please take the time to explore the museum and look for additional artifacts. See if you can determine their uses.